Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Steve, Steve Mitchell, CEO of the Titans. Welcome to Sports Day. Thanks, Jason. I'm quite uh, honoured to be your inaugural in-studio guest. Yeah, no, in, in our brand new studio. Have we got enough televisions on the wall? Mate, it's pretty uh, flash. It's, it's, there's nothing I can't see. There's nine sure. televisions. Oh, there's still something. There'll Different be something areas. on one of the Foxtel channels that we won't yeah. be able to watch. That's but, right. mate, uh, welcome in. You've had a big day today. Um, we'll get to that. You, you're at Rabina. You had the big uh, stadium announcement there. Do you just want to quickly tell our listeners what that was? Yeah, yeah. We've been uh, – it's a really you – know, it's a great step for us. We've extended our partnership with um, – Stadiums Queensland and obviously our home venue in, in Seabus Stadium out. If we take the options up right out until the back end of the next broadcast cycle, which is a pretty big endorsement of us. It talks to uh, the fact that the Gold Coast is our home and we're taking this team from the Gold Coast to take on nationally where, where we're at. It's a great venue. We're spoiled for operations. Um, it's got a great field, a great energy Seabus. It's easy to activate in what we have to do and what we started doing the back end of yesterday, uh, last year is build a fortress in that venue uh, for a visiting team, so that Justin and our squad is, um, you know, heartily supported in there. So yeah, we're very excited about that. And the, and the Stadiums Queensland guys have been wonderful to work with and making that happen. I've never bought into the argument, uh, Steve, and I've heard from a lot of fans around the Gold Coast and being a Gold Coast boy, where they say oh, it's so hard to get to. But it's it's one of yeah, I don't get it's it. one of the very few grounds where you've got a a train station directly next to it, a bus station, and a highway. I've never bought into that that argument. Yeah, no. I, th- I think you only know what you know too. Like if you try and get into some of the suburban grounds in Sydney, yeah. my God, mate! Like trying mm. to get to yeah. Manly, you know, and trying to get to some of those, you know, get out to Para, see what it's like trying to get to Para. Yeah. Um, but you know, we it definitely is. You got the M1 there, you got the train station, and now we've got now the 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 building that's heading around or being put together around the stadium. We've got an additional 500 seat, uh, car parks across the road and at the view. Uh, and car parking popping up all over the place. So it's easy to get in. It's easy to get in. And we're working with the traffic management plan to improve that again. So we, that experience is um, super important and bringing yeah. people back. Rugby league has been in your blood for many, many years. Your, your son, Anthony, played a lot of NRL games. You're involved at the Cowboys um, for a long time as well. Coming to the Gold Coast was perfect timing for you. Uh, a good a good coach, um, good off-field team, great team they're starting to put on paper. But you've had to prepare a season under a very shortened pre-season after the end of last year with, with Origin finishing um, very, very late. How's that been? Has it been difficult? Uh, it has been. It, well, it, it's, it's been across all clubs. So, you know, we all have to work with the restrictions that we've got in play. I think the difference has been over the last two years is the quality that people that we've been able to bring into the organisation, um, both from an administration point of view and across through our a coaching staff and Justin Holbrook and the two Jimmies and then the high performance team that's there. So those men are solution-based people. They're optimistic, um, they're energy-based, um, and they dream of success. Um, so they turn whatever's in front of you and it's problematic into why don't we do this. And uh, that infuses the play group, you know, with um, let's get about it, let's not whinge about it. And um, mm. they've done a wonderful job at that. Mm. And we've got a playing roster at the moment that's probably been through 
one of the best off seasons I've seen. They're in great shape, but beyond just their physical shape, is their is their shape psychologically? They are all aligned. There's no groups. There's no little pods. Um, they're 34 year olds and 18 year olds and different cultural backgrounds. They are all top friends, mates, and ultimately a number of them are competing that are top line players that are competing for the same jersey. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's been quite extraordinary to watch. So we're pretty excited about the the pending season. It is a tremendous team that you're starting to uh, put on paper. A lot of good young players that still haven't played a lot of seasons in like. Tino and Dave Fafita still very, very raw when it comes to his rugby league ability. Patrick Herbert, I think, is one of the most exciting um, signings. A Herman SASA. Are you waiting for a leader? I mean, you've got Kevin Proctor mm. as a good leader. Jared Wallace has played Origin. But there's one leader that needs to pop his head up, and he's in there somewhere. Is there someone that we don't know about that could possibly play that role? Yeah, it's a really good question. It's something that the, that the, the coaching staff identified. And a, a lot of it, we've been working with the leadership coach, um, Justin uh, Garadouli, who went to St. Helens with Justin and came back, and he's done an exceptional job. And you're right, the squad's a young squad. Mm. Um, we just finished a strategic plan for the organisation out to 2030 and, and what we look like at that point in time. And, and as I was doing the plan 2030, I realised that in when that plan is complete, Dave Fafita will have turned 30 that year. Tina will turn 30 that year. Oh. Mo, Mo, uh, Mo will turn 30 that year. There's about eight of them in there that will turn 30 that year. So it speaks to how young they are. But um, to Justin's credit, um, without a single, without a senior play group in that group, the, the senior play group was going to be behaviourally based around the, sta- the standards and the interaction between the high-performance squad and the, and the coaching staff, setting um, selflessness, accountability, humility, um, and, uh, and high standards around, uh, around effort. And it seems like if everyone's accountable and doing their job and focused to the, to the point on what they're trying to do, the leadership actually looks after itself and mm. then you correct, you're self-correcting. You're right. yeah. Mm. yeah, so that's the environment. I think those sats over the next 36 months will we'll have a really strong play, uh, senior play group, the leadership group developed through there, which will take us through the second half of this, this, uh, this decade. So I, th- I think the next through to 2024 is an extremely exciting time for the Titans given our roster and given the coaching staff that we've got there and momentum that we've got going. And then it, I think there's this, to your point, there's a second piece there with these kids that are coming through, like Tommy Weaves and Oscar Bryant and kids that are local kids that have come through high-performance pathways that used to go to the Bronx or head to the Chooks that are staying here now. I think that 24 through 28, 29 era is going to be really exciting as well because we'll have local kids that have come through Palm Beach, Crumb and mm-hmm who grew up in Kurumman that are playing first grade and playing for different reasons. They're not coming here to play for a check. They're not coming here because it's good they're, they're playing for home. You know, yeah. So that's yeah. really exciting. It's frightening to think that David Fafita, Mo Fatawaker and Tino will be just turning 30, 30. in seven or eight, nine years' time. I'm just, ridiculous. I'm just standing here doing the maths going, I can't believe they're only 21 still. Yeah. And they're huge, yeah. huge. What's the pass mark this year for the club on and off the field? Hard work. I think the, 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 the premise has been – Justin said it really well the other day when he was talking about, you know, what are your aspirations? This is top eight. So mm. you have a look at the top eight. It's probably in that top eight. There's eight teams that didn't make the eight, and eight of them, all eight of those want to make the eight. And yeah. out of the top eight, there's probably two that won't get the eight. So you're probably shooting for two spots. There's probably six you'll have a hard time actually dethroning from the top eight. So our expectations about consistency, hard work, um, application, and what we've actually put in play – uh, and just take each week as it comes. Um, and then beyond that, the greater sustainability of the business, really building out our consumer set, memberships come back on board. It's it's above a level um, as far back as 2011 and pushing past that. We've announced as many as half a dozen major sponsors in the last eight weeks. We've got a few to come. Uh, the consumer looks really good. Um, we've got the highest growth in social media 
of any club in the competition at the moment in regard to audience um, growth. Have you got your own TikTok account? Uh, I, I, I don't. Okay. Have you banned TikTok in the club? <laughs> I mean, I couldn't imagine I couldn't imagine Justin on TikTok. No, Could just, you say that? Justin doesn't have a Facebook post. No. So. No, okay. But it is for a different generation. So yeah. What, we, have, we have some experts that track that for us. And that's good that that's all coming together. So now we've just got to get some on-field success. And again, the back half of last year was outstanding for the Titans. And we spoke to Justin at the end of the year. He's going, I just don't want it to end. He wanted to come back the first week of the finals. Mm. Move ahead a couple of years and you've got the potential second team in Brisbane. Well, it's going to happen. I mean, Peter Volandis is really pushing for it. Um, how, how do you feel as the CEO of the club? Is there enough room for that third team in southeast Queensland, in your opinion, from a, from a business point of view, from a player's point of view? Yeah, it's a great question, Jason. And I think that that's got to be answered by a real a due diligence process. Um, and if that process says yes, then the answer is yes. Uh, I think we're, to your point, mate, earlier, so that's where uh, if we're in favour of everything that's good for the sport, away, away from just our brand. You know, the, the, ultimately, the growth of the sport through participation, kids coming through, uh, the quality of the, of the product at its elite level in our broadcast product is, you know, uh, is ultimately important in regard to the success of the, the code itself over the next 20 years. Um, we need to put a business case together and do the feasibility study around how will the will the revenues work, you know, and will that actually sustain this new organisation going forward? What do those catchment areas look like? And if the out, and if the outcomes of that are right, absolutely, we go. Okay. So, but if it's not, it, it we don't want to make this mistakes of past and mm. go through an open and, and open a new club at the loss of another club or without that club being sustainable over over the long haul. Is you know, a lot of clubs, including the Titans, definitely have come in. You know, five years in, you get through a bit of a honeymoon period where you churn mm. a fair bit of money. Um, sustainability over the long term takes 20 years. Probably the cows took 20 years to yeah, come out right. of the ground yeah. and become tribal and have the kids not, you know, following nothing else but the Titans. It's a 20-year journey. So it needs to be – we can't make quick decisions on this. They need to be thought through, have good rigour around it. But um, if it's good for the code, then that's a – That's a good attitude to have, Steve, you know, to work collaboratively, co- collaboratively with whoever it is, Redcliffe, Brisbane Firehawks, Brisbane Jets, whoever it may be everyone identifies their boundaries mm. and work together, then comes down to how do you sell the club to get the player, doesn't it? And that's what I want to touch on when it comes to recruitment. And I've asked you this question before it functions. Having someone like Mal Meninga in your, uh, in, your, in your club when you're going to negotiate with a player, how much does it play a part having Mal in oh. your club? Oh, it's hard to put a value on it, to be mm. quite honest. I mean, Mal, um, working with Mal has been a delight in the first place and a pleasure. I've learned a lot from Mal, but you can't, miss um, his aura and what he brings, mm. particularly with young players. Um, I would have to say Tino, the only reason we landed Tino when we landed Tino was because of Mal. And yeah, Mal is in a bloke that invests. So Mal went to Gimby twice and spent, you know, spent spent large chunks of the day with his parents. Oh, he's got a beautiful family, Tino. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Mal mm. goes up, makes himself a part of the family and talks about aspirationally where the club's going, what we're about and, and says, trust me, Come with me on this journey. Uh, so for Mel, I mean, I think as a young man to have Mel saying that standing is it, you can't quantify it. Sats. So yeah. He's been extraordinary in that space. But not only from a, you know, selling a kid to come in, he he follows that through with the holistic care and where's where are we at? How's the program? He's great insights because of his background. He's both his playing background and his background around the sport holistically. Uh, he's a phenomenal sounding board. So I, yeah, I talk to him um, quite a bit mm. about things that are away from the pitch. You know. People and culture, he's got great insights. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's, he's honest, isn't he? He's honest. He's brutal honesty. 
Mm. So much to be said about honesty. How many journos turned up, before we let you go, how many journos turned up today disappointed that you didn't announce Cam Smith? It was about eight. Uh, but, <laughs> but I did say, Jason, I, like we, I said, I have to be. I have to say thanks for probably one of the greatest, um, well-intended PR campaigns the club's ever seen. So, <laughs> hey, just quickly on Cam, I'm not going to ask you whether he's going to sign or anything like that. That becomes white noise. What are you going to do? No, no, I'm, I'm going to say promised. from a club point of view, there was contact made, but to him, but wasn't there some form of contact? Mm. No. It's really just a scratch and feel if he was keen to is play. That a, wait is for that a real no? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, well, we're not in a position where we really talk. And we don't. And he keeps cards close to his chest as it yeah. is, Cam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, you know. Uh, yeah, okay. You happy with that? I'm not going to rob a bank with him. He's I not prom- convincing me. Yeah, I, well, I promised Scott the media guy we wouldn't mention Cam. Oh, really? And well, we weren't going to. You didn't to. tell me that. Yeah. No, so. Anyway, <laughs> Steve Mitchell, CEO of the Titans. Uh, congratulations on your new stadium deal today. And thanks for joining us on Sports Day. Fantastic. Thanks, guys. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.